It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Huddle up, huddle up, huddle up. On Giants.com. Here we go, here we go. And the Giants mobile Get them in there, let's go. Part of the Giants podcast network. Welcome to the newest episode of the Giants huddle podcast. John Schmoke with you, today's guest, Giants edge defender Kyler Fackrell. But first, I want to remind you, you can find the Giants Huddle Podcast on the Giants Podcast Network, which is presented by Investors Bank, which is on the Giants mobile app, giants.com slash podcast, and your favorite podcast platforms. Now we're joined by our guest, Kyler Fackrell. Kyler, thanks a lot for the time, man. How you doing? I'm great. How are you doing, John? Uh, we're doing great here, man. Appreciate you giving us the time today. want to start here. Uh, how do you think when you went back, looked at the tape, aside from the two, obviously, individual plays, were you guys able to get those late stops against Washington to seal the win on Sunday? Yeah, I think. I mean, if you look at uh, kind of just how the game went, I uh, obviously we, we kind of let them back into it is at least the way we feel. I mean, winning the turnover battle five to, to nothing, I think you know, being yep. plus five in the turnout, uh, turnover battle. Um, you know, we don't feel like it, it should have been as close as it was, but um, obviously two huge plays by those guys to, to kind of finish it out. And they t- uh, talked about a lot this week, the play that you guys ran on the Logan Ryan interception where you kind of run a little, little inverted cover two. Bradbury becomes the safety. He steps into that robber position. Yep. That was installed on Saturday. So <laughs> as a player, what is it like when you have something come in late in the week and you have to try to execute it um, on a Sunday? Yeah, I think that's that's one of the challenging things about this um, this style of defense, but it's also one of the things that I think can make the defense so good if if the players are able to handle it and um, you know I think our guys do a really good job especially in the back end of of handling it and of being great with it showing disguises um, and trying you know trying to confuse the quarterback. You know you talk about disguises Kyler and this is something Patrick Graham talked about when he spoke to the media a couple weeks ago how you guys don't do a lot of really different and super creative things in terms of the end scheme but you do move people around put people in different roles to disguise what you do can you just describe for fans kind of what that means for a player in terms of being multiple and the extra effort and work it takes to be prepared to do those types of different things week in week out yeah i think sometimes it can be um i don't know again it can be challenging um but it's definitely the way they have it set up is definitely they make it as easy as possible for us. And then while at the same time, you know, making it as challenging as possible for the offense. So like a lot of the times, like you said, it's, it's the same coverage or whatever in the back end, but there might just be one person different dropping on one play. And then just like different variations. I mean, there, there can be a lot of different variations with the same coverage um, just on, you know, having an outside backer drop from the line of scrimmage and, and bringing like a DB that, that, you know, they're not expecting or things like that, where again, it's the spots are different. The coverage or the spots are the same. The coverage is the same, um, but it's just different people doing those jobs. Does that reflect a different way that this coaching staff from Patrick Graham on down to your position coaches teaches this defense and gets you guys ready to maybe what you've experienced in the past where guys are ready to take on these different roles depending on the play? Yeah, yeah, I think, you know, they do a great job, especially, um, you know, Pat obviously kind of is, um, he's kind of at the top calling things, calling the shots, but it definitely is is huge just 
with our position coaches being able to kind of convey what we need and to simplify it as much for us so that we don't have to think too much out on the field and can just kind of play fast. In what areas, Kyler, have you sensed this defense coming together and improving over the past few weeks? I think the biggest thing is just kind of our confidence overall. Um, you know, we know we have a, a lot of really good players, um, and I think, um, you know, we've shown flashes of being really, really good um, throughout the season, and I still think we're not quite there, but we definitely have, have just kind of come together and had a lot more confidence, had confidence that, you know, you know whatever happened in the game, um, we were going to be able to come out with the win. How much of that comes from finally being fully integrated into what the coaches are asking from you guys, given the very unique offseason you had to go through in 2020? Yeah, I think, I mean, it definitely was was weird, and I think that's kind of the way we looked at it, um, was just that having no preseason, you know, those first four games were really an acclimation period and uh you know again yeah we've we've become a lot more confident um confident in each other being able to trust you know your teammates out there on the field as we've kind of moved forward and been able to play together and play in this system now you're up front more so you're not quite as involved in in the back end coverage but Patrick Graham has really adapted a a heavy zone scheme why do you think your team has been able to adjust to that and really thrive in that type of environment um, I don't know. I mean, I think definitely having um, having guys that have been in the system before um, that have kind of had experience with it, like Logan Ryan and, and Nate Ebner kind of in the back, um, that's been huge. And those, I mean, Logan plays a lot of different roles in the yeah. back end. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think definitely just having – a little bit of experience that can guide, you know, overall the, the defense, the team is, is very, very young. And so having those kind of key pieces, um, I think, is something huge that's big for the defense. You mentioned Logan. Can you talk about the impact Blake Martinez has on the defense as a whole, not just as a leader, but also as a guy that's just so steady against the run and in his own responsibilities? Yeah, I mean, you just look at he's he's always where the ball is and uh, – you know, I think that's that's definitely something that is uh, that's kind of the job of of the inside linebacker. But you know, he does it really well. Um, you know, he does great with the zone drops and breaking and breaking up passes. And uh, you know, he's a very sure tackler. And I think that's something we've been kind of um, hit or miss with with the tackling. I think overall as a defense, but he's definitely somebody that's very steady on that. The New York Giants and Quest Diagnostics want our fans to come back stronger than ever. Now you can order your own lab test through Quest Direct to get the health answers you need most. You know, Kyler, at the start of the year, you were part of what was primarily, at least on your standard defense, a four-man rotation at edge rusher. Yeah. It was you and then three guys, none of which are healthy or on the team right now. Marcus Golden gets traded. X-Man hasn't made it back yet from his injury. Lorenzo Carter obviously had the uh, bad injury. He's out for the year. Yeah. So what has it been like trying to adjust, working in Cam Brown, working in Carter Coughlin, Jabal Sher comes in, Trent Harris comes in, and and really you trying to help your group figure all this out on the fly? Yeah, it's it's been a little bit of a whirlwind, or it was in those couple weeks where kind of a lot of stuff was happening. Um, but they brought in, you know, they brought in Trent Harris, they brought in Jabal, um, and those guys have, have been a huge boost, and I think – They've they've definitely done a great job, the defensive staff, just of working in things that um, Cam and Carter 
can really contribute on the defense on the defensive side. You know, obviously they do special teams, but they've done a great job of kind of picking up and stepping into their roles um, defensively as well. Where do you think you've made the most improvement from the start of the season as you've gotten used to what the coaches are asking you to do on a weekly basis? I think I've just been able to play uh, faster as time has gone on. Again, being more comfortable and understanding kind of the ins and outs of, of my responsibilities on each given play uh, just kind of allows you to, to play free and, uh, you know, to kind of just focus on flying to the ball. Giant fans get a New York Giants checking account from Investors Bank with a Giants-branded debit card, security features, and discounts at the Giants online shop. You can earn up to $250 when you open an account at InvestorsBank.com slash Giants. Member after the IC. Now, Kyle, you've been in the league a while. You know how difficult it is to manufacture a pass rush. Quarterbacks have seen everything. Yeah. It's tough to fool people. But at least from my perspective, like last week, for example, Patrick Graham managed to scheme up pressure from three different defensive backs on different plays. Just from your perspective, being in the league and seeing a lot of different things coaches have done over the years, what can you say about the way Coach Graham and, of course, all the assistants underneath him that work with your groups have been able to come up with some schemes to help generate uh, pass rush on opposing quarterbacks? Yeah, I think, again, that's that's the beautiful thing about this kind of a system. And, again, I think it goes back to, to the disguise, you know, as long as, you know, we want them to think that it's just a traditional four down rush when we're not bringing it. And then we want to th them to think that it's pressure when we are just doing a traditional four down rush. And so um, I think they do a great job of, of kind of drawing up those plays and of being able to kind of anticipate what the what the protection is going to be, um, you know, with the O-line. And I think you're, by the way, flexibility and versatility. We spoke coming into the year and you were very proud of the improvement you had made in your coverage drops uh, in your time in Green Bay, that yep. kind of allows them to bring DBs when they can trust guys like you to drop back into coverage, right? Yeah, I think that's definitely kind of the role of the outside linebacker in this 3-4 scheme is, um, you know, to be very versatile and to be able to drop and, and not be a liability in coverage and um, you know, I certainly hope I'm not a liability. <laughs> no, you certainly <laughs> haven't been, Kyler. All right, let's talk about your opponent this week. Boy, same team. They've only played one game since you last played them. Yep. But they're going to look very different when you take them on this Sunday. They're getting back both their offensive tackles. Uh, Dallas Goddard's going to be back. Maybe Alshon Jeffrey, Miles Sanders. So mm -hmm. as a player, how do you prepare for a team which scheme fundamentally is the same, but so many of the pieces within it might be different? Yeah, I think it's... It's tough, and you know, obviously, they're they're happy to be getting all those guys back. Um, it is it is very similar, um, you know, just what they what they've even did just last week against Dallas. Um, but I think you just kind of have to take it up that next step because they do they really do have a lot of skill um, that they can put on the field, uh, especially at receiver. And so um, that's something I, with the personnel. I think we're probably expecting a little bit more eleven as well. Um, as opposed to kind of 12, which was a big a big personnel for them when, when they had uh, Ertz. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. I was going to say the first five or six weeks of the year, I think they led the league in 12 personnel. The last two weeks, it's been 11, I think, 80% of the time, yeah. which is maybe the, the, the second highest rate in the league. With that said, Dallas Goddard's still probably going to be a really big part of their offense. What yeah. are some of the keys to slowing him down on some of those deep over routes and things like that they like to use him on? 
Yeah, I think uh, there's definitely a lot that us as, you know, the ends can do to kind of just jam him up at the line and, and not let him get easy releases into the back end. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I think he's definitely – they really do have a lot of weapons, and so he's he's a key target, especially, I think, in the red zone. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think we'll have, we'll have our hands full with kind of all the talent that they have on the field. And how about their linemen? You have Lane Johnson and Jason Peters. Jason Peters has done this forever. Lane Johnson is yeah. just a really good player. As a pass rusher, when you're going against guys like that, what are some of the things you have to keep in mind when you're dealing with veteran pass, uh, pass protectors that have had a lot of success in the past? Yeah, I mean, I think they just – they're not going to make those, you know, boneheaded mistakes. That you're going to have to really earn everything that you get, and especially with um, Wentz back there. He's, he's tough to bring down as it is, especially um, – or – even especially with, with those guys, you know, protecting for them. And so um, I think we'll have a good rush plan for those guys. But um, really we want to – we don't want Wentz getting out of the pocket too much and being able to, you know, extend plays with his feet. Yeah, you mentioned Wentz. The word I'll use, he is not a conventional quarterback. He does yeah. a lot of stuff. He run, rolls one way, throws back the other way. He, yeah. the, a play's never dead with him with the ball in his hand. So you mentioned trying to keep him in the pocket. What are the other things you have to do to try to slow him down? Um, I think, again, it, it, oh, the back end can do a lot in disrupting him and, and their timing, the timing with his receivers, um, just by the disguises and kind of trying to confuse him, make sure that he doesn't have a clear vision of, of um, you know, what coverage we're in and where he needs to go with the ball before the snap. All right, final question. Uh, the one thing Philly does do, Kyler is they run a lot of screens. They're a really good screen team, whether it's the tight ends or the running backs, the receivers, they run them for everybody. Uh-huh. As someone that wants to go in there and really wants to get after the quarterback, what are some of the, the pre-snap things and maybe film study during the week you can do to make sure you don't get baited into some of those plays where you get a little too far upfield and that screen can hit a little bit? Yeah, I think uh, definitely situation situational awareness is something big on that, you know, third and forever or yeah, um, you right. know, the start of a two-minute drive there's definitely certain situations where any offense really um you know they're not looking to take another uh, another big loss or or whatever it may be and so definitely being aware in those situations is huge um, i think sometimes you can feel it too especially if um you know it's one of those quick like shoot it out to the receiver and the tackle goes out there to block sure. at, at the edge. That definitely is something that, you know, we're, we can be able to feel and, um, you know, have a huge effect on the play if we're able to pursue. Kyler, great stuff, my friend. Best of luck on Sunday. Uh, good luck to you. And I hope you have John. a great game, man. Appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. That was Giants edge rusher Kyler Fackrell. We thank him for joining us on today's episode of the Giants Huddle Podcast, which you can find on the Giants Podcast Network, which is presented by Investors Bank on Giants.com slash podcast, your Giants mobile app, and on your favorite podcast platforms. For Kyler, I'm John. Thanks for being with us on this episode of the Giants Little Podcast. Stay safe, everybody.